Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Jumanji, The Next Level. Directed by Jake Caston, Jumanji The Next Level is the second sequel to 1995's Jumanji, following 2017's Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Jumanji The Next Level yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. We've got the cast back from Welcome to the Jungle, reprising their roles from the previous film, alongside newcomers Aquafina, Danny Glover and Danny DeVito. The players return to the dangerous video game, however their characters are exchanged with each other leaving us the same heroes but with different looks. Luke, you have the plot. When Spencer goes back into the fantastical world of Jumanji, his friends Martha, Fridge and Bethany re-enter the game to bring him home. But with the game now broken, it sucks in Spencer's grandfather Eddie, played by Diane DeVito, and Eddie's former friend Milo Walker, played by Danny Glover. Martha finds herself as Avatar Ruby Roundhouse, Yet Fridge becomes Bethany's avatar Professor Sheldon Oberon, while Eddie and Milo become avatars Dr. Xander Bravestone and Franklin Finbar. To leave the game, the group must recover the Falcon's Heart, a magical necklace stolen by Warlord Jurgen the Brutal, which can end the drought when brought before sunlight. But first, they must find Spencer and Bethany and brave parts unknown from arid deserts to snowy mountains. Let's just quickly summarise that we were both of the same opinion going into that first sequel, Welcome to the Jungle. Beloved 1995 classic movie, don't mess with it, what are they doing, let's watch it anyway. Oh, pleasantly surprised, quite a good movie, really enjoyed it, wow. There were rumours that they were going to be video game avatars, and we were shocked and appalled at that concept. We were like, disgusting, what is this? Well, that movie, modern... so much fun. And you know what? It's the cast. Yeah, the cast made and that I movie. did a recent uh, rewatch before this one, and yeah, still enjoyed it. It was still, still a good time. Still I did a rewatch. Fun. I watched it with my seven-year-old. She'd not seen it. She'd not seen the nineteen ninety-five original. But for the sake of watching the next level, I didn't feel as though she needed to watch that one. Yeah, yet. we'll yeah. go back to it. But so many people refer to Welcome to the Jungle as the first Jumanji, next level, the second. <laughs> I'm of the opinion, it's, of the, it's the third movie. Jack Black, in an interview, is of the opinion, the it's the fourth movie, because the second movie, he says, is Zathora, which is the John Favreau sci-fi space-based movie, which originally started as a sequel to Jumanji. I mean, it was the same novelist. Uh, yeah, Chris Van Allsburg. That's him. So he wrote both Zathora and Jumanji, but then they decided to make Zathora set in the world of Jumanji, or they gave it some loose connection in and the that, promotional again, materials. I'm pretty sure that was just a tagline on the post. So what are we saying here? Are we saying the next level is Jumanji 3? Is that where we're going to land? Yes. Okay. And I think there's, there's further elements in this movie that cement it as the third movie. But thematically and, you know, as a, as a nice package, this is the sequel to Welcome to the Jungle. These are the movies with The Rock and Kevin Hart and Karen Gillan and Jack Black. That's these movies. It's the sequel to what they started. There is a connection to the 95 movie, which I'm sure we'll get to in this movie. And in Welcome to the Jungle, they were in Alan Parrish's treehouse in Jumanji. Yeah. Or maybe a house. Let's see the treehouse. It's where he lived when he was there for like, what, 20 years? How long was he in there? We need to move away from the 95 movie. 26 years. Okay, good. <sighs> My memory. So he was there longer <laughs> than Alex. 
Did you notice the big shift in Colin Hanks' portrayal of Alex in this movie? Because it seemed like, although he'd had a family when they rescued him at the end of Welcome to the Jungle, spoilers Mm. for that movie, he was still speaking like a teen from the 90s. You mean in that final scene in Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah, the final scene, and he's still talking like a young kid. No, not really. He is. Oh, he's a young guy. No, 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 no. Colin Hanks, that final scene of Welcome to the Jungle where the kids go and meet him in the street, he's talking like a kid from the 90s. He could essentially be my age. I could have a kid, but I would still what are we saying like this... a teenager, you know, if I wanted to. This movie is, what, two years since the events of that movie? Yeah. He talks like a grown-up, like a normal person in this movie. Mm, Honestly, yeah, not true, yeah. watching the movies, like, back-to-back, like, from Saturday evening yeah, there's more, to Sunday well, there's afternoon. More like, you know, he references, he refers to like dad jokes and... Yeah, so it's as if in Welcome to the Jungle, Colin Hanks is going out of his way to make it, to make that connection. Hey, listen, audience, I'm that kid from before. Mm. Anyway. I, didn't I, like, think I, do we, like, I do like Colin Hanks. I didn't think we would start with there. Colin Hanks. You Neither know, did like, I. You know I'm just... a big Tom Hanks fan, but I, I really <laughs> did not think we'd be talking about his son <laughs> as the first... Thing essentially. I mean, he's not even on the posters. I'm sure he's got a character one sheet, but he's not on the and posters. It's probably not even him. It's 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 more. Of course, what's yeah? You know, it's the, the um, jo- uh, Nick Jonas. That's the one. Yeah. Tell you what, if I'm Diane DeVito and Danny Glover, I'm getting on the co- I'm getting on the phone to my agent. Where where's my poster? At least there's a double, mate. The, the <laughs> horse has a poster. The horse has a character poster. I know it's Bethany, but still. <laughs> Oh, I guess later, Danny Glover. He's got claims to having a poster. We're jumping in. And you know what? Dino is Bravestone, so he kind of has a poster with That's the rock. for a lot of this movie. But if I'm Dino DeVito, I'm like, where's my one shit? Let's get back on track, or at least on a track of some sort. So this is a sequel. But, you know, we were we we thought of sort of uh, thought about what could be a sequel to that Welcome to the Jungle. You know, they destroyed the game at the end of the last movie. What could happen? Will it evolve again? And it's like, okay, it's just a broken video game. That's how it's all set up. But essentially, the formula of the movie is the same. They go into the game. They experience Jumanji being in there as the avatars. All the, you know, the those actors playing the avatars, you know, The Rock, Kevin Hart, etc. They're all out of their comfort zone. It's the same formula. Just again... And they've tweaked it, and they've done some two old guys. They throw two old guys in there. That's the big difference. And what I found interesting going into this one compared to that first one, the four young kids, I didn't know them from anything. Mm. So when they went into that world and were presented with, you know, these heroic characters, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, Jack Black, that's I just took it at face value. This time around, though, Dwayne Johnson is doing. Danny DeVito. Kevin Hart is doing Danny Glover. So it was interesting, like, knowing those actors, the performances we got at the beginning of this movie. And I did struggle a lot with Johnson doing DeVito. I thought when we were first introduced to DeVito in this movie, he was bloody hilarious. And he was suffering for his craft. He's falling over. The character's got the bad hip. But DeVito, he's still falling on his face. Mm. And he was doing a lot of practical comedy. I was really enjoying that. I think I think uh, I think Dwayne Johnson was doing enough uh, of this of this the Danny DeVito sort of character. It was working, and we'll get to Aquafina later. But 
I feel like she was doing... She nailed the Danny DeVito sort of impression, I guess, if, if we're willing to say that, more so than Dwayne. It, it was enough to make it work and believable, but it wasn't... He I, was I, doing I feel enough, like he was yeah. a bit inconsistent with what he was But it was too... Like strong actors, two strong personalities that we've seen in many films and mm. in interviews as that same character. Kevin Hart as Danny Glover's character, just amazing. The whole it way really through. is amazing, but I, I just think The Rock did have a harder job with yeah. Danny DeVito. Yeah, you've got. He's such a ball of energy. Where he's, he's doing an accent that, do, you know, isn't. You know, his tongue, you know, it's no. something new. Whereas Kevin Hart, you know, it's a lot easier to do, I guess, a Danny Glover impression. He talks slower. Talks slow. He's doing like a slow-talking old guy. Yeah. Which I think, aiming for that, it could, it could try and do that, or it could try and do Danny Glover. Like, We've died of Ito, it's so yeah. particular. Yeah, it had a bigger challenge, so, you know, I'll take it. It still worked, though. I still... It does, it does. With those... With like this movie incorporating those two characters, there is a bit of a, you know, I guess, a character shift. You know, we're still working with the same actors, but what we're getting is a, a shift in story focus on those two characters. They're at the forefront. I mean, in a way, these two Jumanji movies have been mainly The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, Karen Gillan has a big part. Jack Black has a has a big part. But it's them two. They're they're kind of like the two tentpole key characters so to have Danny DeVito and Danny Glover as them reverse that have the, you know yeah. you know what I'm trying to say for the most part of this movie and it's not until maybe the third act where you know everyone reverts back to who they originally were in that previous movie and yeah you know, a bit more so of there's example. a story point there isn't there yeah, yeah the, the game is malfunctioning outside like the the console is damaged yeah and it means that it's affecting some of the that the, the in-game experiences, that there's the water and it's glowing green. Yeah. And that's where you have the bit... I mean, Jack Black as Bethany <laughs> is the best. Like, it is absolutely hilarious. Hey, he does Teenage Girl so well. Yeah. So when Fridge is Jack Black or the professor... Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, it's entertaining, but it's not until they switch around into their proper roles. But he does have that bit where he changes over with Martha... And he becomes Ruby Roundhouse. And she's like, don't you touch my breast. And it's like, I've already the first it. thing I did. <laughs> so that was a fun sequence that they had off together. That was like a little like offshoot that they were just doing all by themselves. Yeah. That was a fun sequence. And we get to experience the water, which is foreboding because we get that big scene where Guns N' Roses return with Welcome to the Jungle. They all just jump in at the same time. I guess just hoping for the best. I don't. Yeah, that didn't I make thought sense. it was going to be okay. So, so you and you, me, if yeah. we go in and coordinate we, that, and but it works out. And whatever, go with it. <laughs> and I was enjoying the rock doing Devito, and you know, there's comedy in that. And I was hoping with the this movie, there, yeah. it was going to have something different or something more than what we'd experienced in that last movie, which we did enjoy. But we get Devito, the rock, and it's fun. When they switch into their actual bodies where Spencer is now Bravestone, Fridge is, I'm blanking on the name, but the backpack guy. Mouse, let's call him Mouse. Mouse. <laughs> I am happy. Everything yeah. is right with the world. I mean, Bethany first arrives being the horse. You know, an interesting thing that I noticed with Bethany, the first time you introduce to her character, the movie opens, Welcome to Jungle, with her doing a selfie. Yeah. This new one opens with her taking a photo again, this time not of herself, but outwards. I liked it. Character She's growing as a character. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I liked that. 
<laughs> that's it. The characters that we met in that first movie, it was about them. You know, you had... When we were watching The Rock, we were watching Spencer. You know, when the character of Spencer, when we were watching Kevin Hart, we were watching the character of Fridge. In this movie, it's like Spencer's sort of sidelined, even though the movie opens essentially with him and his dilemma and all that personal crisis, and he sort of causes this incident. But then his character's sidelined, and you don't get caught up with him, even when he's introduced as um, the Aquafina character. Holy crap, let's... Talk about Aquafina. You mentioned like her doing Devito. She is phenomenal. I've seen other as things as Devito. Are you talking about <laughs> as Devito or just in this movie in as a general? Teen, as an like awkward she teenage boy, yeah, is a solid addition to this movie. Like I've seen her in Crazy Rich Asians. She's hilarious in that, and she was in Ocean's Eight. I want to say which one was that? Yeah, the, yeah, the Sandra Bullock one. The woman. Terrible one. film. She was good though. And she's always good in whatever I see her in. So I was excited at the idea of her being in this. And she more than delivers. Mm. And you're right. She does a really good, cranky old DeVito. She does it so well. She does it. Like the way she holds herself. and She stuff. hunches. Yeah. And, you know, bear in mind, it's like the, the avatar that she is playing whilst playing DeVito. You know, like she's not as big and strong as... She's a cat burglar with allergies. Yeah, she, and Spencer's like, she's, she's not Bravestone. She's not Bravestone. <laughs> she's not Bravestone. So yeah. when she's playing Devito's character, this is too confusing. But it's like you know, she, she'll hunch, and she it's it's not as it's not as confident as what The Rock was doing. But I guess that works with the Avatar because they come with all these other traits and confidence and all the physical elements and stuff. But yeah, when she is Spencer, or when Spencer is her. To hell with this. Um, I get, yeah, I get yeah. what you say. You're right. That's working. But the yeah. movie, yeah, let's go back. So the movie does open with Spencer, and, and we knew that he was the one from the trailers to go back in, and everyone goes to find him. I really bought his motivations. They did a very good job in such a short period of time. To really, come up with some convoluted paint, reasons to give yeah, him back. Like yeah. Painting him having a miserable existence. He's no longer with Martha. It's through choice. He felt like she was having too much fun without him. He didn't want to bring her down. Uh, he's got his crappy job and he's it's raining all the time. It's New York. It all and- comes down to confidence or I guess a lack thereof because of you know the experiences that he had as Bravestone. It was something else and that set him up to be, you know, more confident in the real world and I guess that sort of fizzled and he's reverting back to how he was and he you know he believes that I was a I was something better or I got something out of being Bravestone so let's go back and re-experience that and maybe I can unlock something like it makes sense and I buy it and I was sold I'm like okay cool that's a good setup and then the relationships that they formed in that first movie and Fridge was a bit hesitant because he was scared about going back into Jumanji <laughs> You bought that that connection they made would be enough for them to go back. Yeah. You're not like, oh, you stupid characters. Why are you doing that? <laughs> well, you completely buy their motivations. And yeah, let's go back to this world. Let's go save your friend. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm on board. Like, yeah, completely on board. It was different what they were doing, you know, by having, you know, the two senior citizen characters in there, sidelining the others. But yeah, you're right. By the third act, everyone's exactly where they needed to be again, and it was like, okay, we're you know this is that Jumon- this is that previous movie again. We're back. We're we're doing it, and just sort of waiting for it all to to add up. And the jokes were it's like them being 
old guys yeah. really works because although they're playing young guys, they're still acting like old guys. Like the whole thing with Miles, he takes a long time to tell a story. Which is bad because he's the zoologist. And he... because of that, a character died. <laughs> because he wasn't able to finish the story. One one thing is that like one of the gripes I had with the first movie was that they didn't get down to you know one life each until the very end. So for a lot of the movie, there was no threat. Whereas this movie, they got there a lot quicker, and the lives they were losing were happening happening a lot faster. There's one there's one point where Grandpa Eddie as the Rock or as Bravestone, Bravestone yeah. way too hard. Basically causes them all to die. All of them. Yeah. In one hit. They explode. It all happens a lot quicker. So the threat level, you know, when they're on that bridge, we're not in the final act yet. That bridge was a fantastic sequence. That bridge scene with the the baboon monkey things, like, visually, pretty good. Lots of adventure there. As a video game, I was like, this is like... like Mandrills. I was just trying to think when you said the monkey. Mandrills, that's all I had. If we're doing video game tropes, I was like, this is like Mario. Or it was like, like a video Donkey game. Donkey Kong or whatever. The platforms know? are moving. You've got to jump from platform to yeah. platform. And then you've got the professor. You've got Sheldon. He's the only one that can read the maps. And because of that, he can also see... But um, the threat was Trigometry. There. And he can yeah, see... Yeah. The angles. The angles. Yeah. Oh, that's why I can do but this. But the threat was there. Like, at least half of the, the characters were down to their last life. So every action that they made, it was like, oh... Like, there's actually a threat here, and that just actually elevated everything. They didn't save it all to the very end. McDonoghue, like, he had three lives, and he was trying and trying and trying to save the horse. Yeah. And he finally saved it, and then he had that revelation. And what I thought was going to happen, you know, sometimes in games this happens where you find a health box. I Ah. thought the horse was going to reset their lives. Oh, like, the horse was a medic. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, I thought it was going to have like a med kit. Oh, I don't know, that's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, yeah, I wasn't Not sure. that it was going to be a winged horse. I thought he was going to have, like, fireball breath or something. Essentially or... a pegasus. Yeah, the flying horse, which is cool. Well, on that, Milo, it's revealed that in real world, he, is it cancer or yeah, he's, he's sick, he's He's dying. not got long to live. I his mean, wife's already passed. Yeah. He's not spoken to his best friend for 15 years since they closed up the business. He's now become Nora's. We'll and get they, to that. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Just planting that seed. And yes, and then, you know, he's dying and he's like, I want to reconnect to my friend. And then it all comes out in this game. You know what? Sweet moment. It is. Like, I'm a sucker for seeing two bros, like, you know, but I would getting still it on in the movie. question his logic. For so staying in the stay game? Stay a horse? Oh, I'm going to stay in, like, guard the game as a horse? I hey, don't know. It's because he could fly. It's, I know, what he like, says he's fine. Yeah, he doesn't want to give it Took him 70 up. years, yeah. and he's just learned how to fly. So he's pretty cool. Leave the game. And die. And die. Or stay in the game and be a horse. I'm going to be honest. I've not got a clear... I think I'd leave. <laughs> I don't think I'd stay a horse. I don't know. Would you stay a horse? Do you think they could have quickly, like, who do you want to be? We'll switch it up. And then you can stay. Whoa. <laughs> Blow my mind. They could have gone back to the water and traded characters. Yeah. Like, he could have been Bravestone. Yeah. Or Ruby Roundhouse. Or he could have gone back know. to Mouse if he wanted. <laughs> hey, Cameron Gillen, can yeah. I just say, if it was up to me, she would be in every movie. I think she I is brilliant. Yeah. I really like her. And especially going back and re-watching Welcome to the Jungle, where mm, Bethany is teaching her to flirt. She is Hilarious. She was really good in Doctor Who, and she's been good in things I've seen her in since. 
I really like her. I think hopefully there's going to be bigger things on the horizon for her because I think she's great. I mean, this is pretty big. It is. <laughs> but I think where this movie ends... More starring roles and... and... We, we're not necessarily going to see Dwayne Johnson... Kevin Hart. We'll get to that as... I know I'm trying to run before I can walk, but I I think them (laughs) characters are done. So maybe she's going to go on to even bigger things. Maybe. Um, Where where are we at? Special effects. And I mean, I already touched on, you know, the bridge scene and stuff, but action scenes... The effects hold up, and what I will say, sometimes when... Okay, let's... For example, when the characters die, often they will just explode (laughs) like Kevin Hart in the second one eating cake explodes in this one with the ostriches unless this movie lied to me I learned something I didn't know ostriches had three stomachs that was new (laughs) to me but just the way the ostrich pecks Bravestone he just explodes Mm. so it's like it was like he fell into pieces of gut so it's like like the effects are really good like we're talking about that scene with the bridge and oh wow look at this and then when it does like silly effects like that because it's a video game you don't blink you just go with it and I think I don't know if we both said it or I at least said this with the with the previous movie as well it's like anytime the effects look kind of shoddy or too cartoony or too animated uh, I, I gave it a pass because I'm like, we're in a video game. Yeah. So whatever, you know? If they were to break into little pixels, I'd be like, well, that makes sense. You know, it, it's okay. But the effects still look really good. It's just when, you, when they do like cartoon special effects, hmm. like when they, more so when they die, Yeah. you completely go along yeah, with it. Like if you're watching, say, a Marvel movie, <laughs> or I don't know, <laughs> Star Wars, and that's how characters are dying in like big puddles of goo. Like, oh, I don't know about that. But in this, like the character dies and it resets. I like how the weaker characters just when they come back, they always like, land on their ass on the back. <laughs> yeah. But then like, Bravestone always, Bravestone's on, his always on his feet. Ruby Roundhouse as well. She she lands on her feet. She does like a flip when she when she lands. Always with style. I mean, there's lots of there's lots of again like silly, over animated, you know, like physics defying motion where they're just bouncing around like. The, like like superheroes, but again, or like, like a that, Mario game, like yeah, it's like, like, a like video that game. first movie. I'm like, it's okay because they're video game characters. Like I said, they set the tone with that first movie or that second movie, and they're continuing it here. You know, I took my seven year old to see this, and she'd not seen any Jumanji before. Mm. She's now hooked. She's a fan. We watched Welcome to the Jungle together. Then we went to see this new one at the movies. This morning, she was watching the Jumanji animated series from the 90s and we're going to sit down together and do the Robin Williams original like she is I feel like she's done the original before at least the animated series oh well I was looking for something short just to watch first thing this morning and just she's because for her it's more about the world because again she's seven so this movie starts at least with the the TV series she's kind of like she's in the cinema she's looking around a little bit they go in the game that's it she's hooked and for me that's the cartoon and for the most part, that is that first movie. But that's what seemed to speak to her the most. You know, you can get Jumanji toys. It's Jumanji, the next level. Action and figures or are we talking props? A- action figures, like proper toys. In the US, it's a Walmart exclusive. Here in Australia, Big W. So again, the branding is Jumanji, the next level. Just bear with me and I'm going to run through the animals. Right? The animals? The animals. They're the toys. You can get a little oh. Dwayne Johnson figure and it looks like a, like an old school G.I. Joe. But these are the animals. 
And you stop me if one of these animals appears in the bloody movie, right? <laughs> Lion, rhino, elephant, warthog. Uh, what do we got here? A bald eagle and a cheetah. Not in the movie. Is Bastards. There, is there a rhino? There's... No, there's a hippo. These oh, animals yeah. aren't in the movie. The other movies they are. So it's as if they've like... And these animals appear in Welcome to the Jungle and the 95 movie... But with the labelling of... But they've labelled it the next level because before the movie was on, my kid, she's like looking at these toys. Oh, wow, they're pretty good. I And then after the movie, she's like, well, what's the point? They're not even in the movie. I was going to say something about the animals. Now I feel like maybe I'm giving this movie too much credit because I was going to say that this movie had more of a focus on, not those animals, but there was more of a focus on animals in terms of the challenges that the characters had to face. I mean, the snake came out of nowhere in, in the first and one. killed the professor in this one. Oh, yeah. The snake drops down I was thinking the of the, the snake... Uh, you think the hippo is going to get him in this one. Honestly, this, I had so many moments of anxiety watching it when he's talking about the threats because it's sort of like they're not being subtle about this setup. <laughs> like Something <laughs> terrible is going to happen. But in this, you get the hippo, the snake, and ostriches, they get a big scene. Yeah. Oh, that's probably... The mandrels, like, they're the big ones for this movie. Yeah. But again, the the marketing, the toys, not in this movie. You know what I noticed, but again, like still with animals, at the end of the end of the first movie, it was like when they got to, you know, they got to that that big cheetah thing. But they were like totems of like the elephants, which look like the tokens from the the, the board game. Board game. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's the only totem we've seen in that. In oh, this one, point, yeah. there are sort of sort of gargoyle like things, like totems of. The the monkey token, and I'm thinking like, or well, at least I was thinking while I was watching this movie. If they were to do four, would each level or movie be, Ooh, you know, go yeah. to a like, put the gem back at, you know, get to the rhino totem or whatever the other one was, I forget. But it was something. That's if they do four. Never mind. They're probably not gonna do that. Um, before we talk about our thoughts of you know on the third movie and stuff like that, Nora or the fourth. Now, yeah, or the fifth. Ah, oh, it's too uh, hard. Jack Black, whatever. <laughs> they do what they want. That's why they, you don't put numbers on your movies. You just give them subtitles. Nora. Now, the restaurant or the cafe, whatever it is, Nora is introduced at the start of the movie. When I saw that, smile on my face because my thought was, that's a nice nod to Aunt Nora, the character from the 95 movie. I had no idea. No idea. <laughs> what about the second time around when they were like... That were going to Nora's. Nope. Nope, nothing. Cool. I um, looked it up on IMDb today. Wow. I, honestly. When you saw the. I, I've not seen the 95 original in maybe 20 years. I'm maybe very. Longer. I mean, I've watched it you know, a lot more recent than that. But uh, yeah, so, yeah, so I, it I meant mean, nothing to me. I didn't realise know, she was the character. Yeah, a that. lot more of that movie is in my head. But when, you know, there's Nora, I just thought it was a nice little nod. Yeah. I was like, cool, nice Easter egg. That's all it's going to be. When they actually have the actress who played Nora Shepard pop up in the movie, um, I think Bebe is her name, Bebe Newerworth. She's in like Fraser and she was in Cheers. Cheers, she was a regular Cheers. Or playing the same character from Fraser, right? And uh, yeah, it would be. And mm. DeVito's wife, um, blanking on her name, Perlman. Uh, Perlman, yeah. So he spent a lot of time visiting the set. Yeah. So he'd known this actress as well, and now they're getting this maybe that's screen time the, together. Know, maybe that was the connection. To yeah, but I didn't realise Nora was she the mum then of the two well, kids. Well, she was in the Jumanji. aunt of right, Judy okay. and Peter, Kiss and Dunstan, right. and uh, Bradley kid. or whatever his name is. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not his name. 
I'm not looking it up. Okay, good. Yeah. But yeah, but she's a character. So we got mention of Alan Parrish in the last one. And in this one, they're actually bringing an actress and a character back. So when you when you think of the context of seeing this character, so it's set in the same town, which we've established, um, Branton or whatever it's called, whatever, it doesn't matter, not important. Um, bear in mind, though, when they finished the game in the 95 movie, time was reset. So nobody Alan remembers. Alan Parrish and... Sarah Whittle, they're the only ones who remembered what happened, their experiences, but everything reset. So a new timeline, I guess, was made where, you know, parachutes didn't go to shit, the town didn't go to shit, everything... So therefore, Grandpa Eddie and Milo would also have no memory of that Of happening. anything like that happening. Judy and Peter grew up with their parents. They didn't die, so they didn't live with Aunt Nora. But somehow Aunt Nora still ended up in this town. She opened up this, well, this, this restaurant sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little a moment, and it cements this movie as being in that world, and there's that continuity. After the fact, I really like that. Yeah. Over my head in the cinema, I had no idea, but when I, I mean, read yeah. up on it, I thought, I really like I mean, that. I'm sh- you, you weren't alone, because I sat there, she appeared, and I was like, whoa, this, like, yeah. And then after the movie finished, and I said to my husband, well, you know, I knew you the movie, and she, you know, we shared our thoughts, and I was like... Did you know who that Nora character was? And she was like, no. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. so you're not yeah, I don't think we're in the minority, I think. Much. And especially if people are going into this movie referring to it as the second. Because mm. honestly, like, this is a kid's movie. It's a family movie and a I kid's think, movie. Do you think if, like, Kirsten Dunst appeared? Kids don't know who she is. Would you, though, you would have been oh, like... Oh, of course I don't know, because, yeah. you know, it's Kirsten Dunst. But kids wouldn't know. Like, honestly, like, the, the excitement... The kids were having, talking about this movie with their parents as we were leaving. So it's quite a, a full screen that it's we went the, to. It's the characters doing their funny voices and yeah, actions and all Yeah, but it's the kids the... And, the, and the parents there talking about, oh, did you see the first one? Oh, yeah, the first one was good. But talking about Dwayne the 2017 Johnson. movie, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's a nice nod when I found out mm. and when you notice, you know, that connection to the first one. So yeah, this is very much a continuation of that story. It's a sequel. But most people think this is Jumanji 2. Yeah, <laughs> not Jack Black. Anyway, no, it's Jumanji Four. <laughs> this movie has a there's a mid credit scene. When it did end, I, I was, got up and I thought we were done. Yeah, I, I mean, the credits started down. rolling, and I was like, a little part of me was like, I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not quite, I'm not quite satisfied. I feel like you know, nice ending, but I'm not quite satisfied. And I will admit, although, and I'm saying this now, like, I enjoy this movie quite a bit, but I was thinking, you know what? This movie's going to do well. They're going to make a third movie. Are they just going to go back into the jungle? And I was thinking, if they did that again, I think it would get tiresome. I was like, I can't think of another convoluted reason that they would actually go back in. How do they shake it up? And the movie ended, and I was like, okay, they're either not going to make another one, or they're going to do it, and it's just going to be the same recycled stuff. Again, maybe mixing things up. And I was like, "Mm, maybe this is... Where it ended, you know, like, I don't see how they can squeeze more out. mid credit scene. The best way they could have ended it. And they did it in a way like, you're right, it is, it's like a mid credit scene. So it's kind of like you can take your movie as is, yep. get up and leave. Or you can sit back down like I did and you did or just stay and, and get a little bit more. So it's kind of like, okay, I've seen my movie, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. But then you get that extra bit and you're like, oh, okay, so you can take it or leave it. So and they... I very much want to take it and I want to follow that movie yeah so the as we know the game is broken it's still broken 
Um, that was like a heater repairman comes in, speaks to Spencer's mom, like, oh yeah, I saw that. What is that? Retro video and game. You hear the okay. jungle drums. Yeah, and it's like, oh, goes to touch it, even though, you know, she says not to. He touches it. You don't know what happens. You think, oh, are they going to get sucked in the game? No. Ostriches are running down the street. So not just running down the street, past Nova's, and the kids see. So it seems like the game has come out into the real world. So, thoughts on the third movie. Now, you said you don't think Kevin... The, those, Kevin... those guys are done. Those, the only... No, 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 no. Here's my thought. The third movie, the focus will be back on the kids again, right? But as the kids, what they've learned from their experiences. Yes, but, but those no, actors... No, no. The Go avatars, on. much like the ostriches and any other animal, the oh, avatars... Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you're av- blowing my mind right now. My theory is the avatars yes. come out, so you still have Dwayne wow. Johnson carrying Holy Gillen, shit. but Dwayne Johnson is Bravestone. Yeah. Kevin yeah, Hart like, is yes. Mouse. Oh. So the kids get to actually meet the characters they were playing. Holy shit. And they have to explain to them that they're That's the next characters movie. from a video game and that is the next need movie. you to help us round up these ostriches and rhinos and hippos. And, and they're going to learn what it is to be real. And then they're going to have to make the ultimate sacrifice, knowing they're going to go back to becoming game avatars. Mm. Holy shit. Whether we still have, you know... You've cracked it. Whether we still have Danny DeVito and uh, involved... I would like it. You don't need them. You need these four kids back. I think it should be about the four kids again, because... And it's going to be Spencer teaming up with Bravestone. He's, but he's... Oh, Wow. Because I was thinking, yeah, they're done. They're very much in the they could world. even They could still have some weird in, inappropriate, you know, like Spencer sort of has the hots for, you know... Ruby Roundhouse, oh my God! Because it's like, but it's like, oh, you're not actually... I mean, I'd say it writes itself, but you're actually writing it for them. I, I really, I am that on was board my thought. Walking with out that. of the movie, I was like, yeah, because my concern the was... I don't out. want a third movie where they just go back in. I feel like we've done it twice now, although I had fun both times. I don't think they could do it a third time. But yeah... Here is your third movie. Characters that play the game, Kirsten Dunst in that first one, retain the memories. They could bring her back. The thing they is, could bring back Judy in that next one. The thing is, they weren't born yet. So how does that work with their memories? I don't know. Was what do you mean? Rent- well, because when time was reset, they weren't born yet. Right. So they were born. You know when they met. So you think maybe they don't they have met the Alan memories. and Sarah right, at Christmas? Of you know, at the yeah, end of that movie. So maybe. Oh, they, maybe not. Or maybe they do. It was never really concrete. But, but I think if they did one more, and I love what you've just pitched there, I mm. think maybe we'll cut it out of the episode because it's too good. <laughs> that's honestly that. Yeah, that is brilliant. What do you mean it's too good? That's what's. That's what's going to happen. Not well. Maybe now, if, the, if Sony <laughs> are listening to this podcast. I really like it. Honestly, I'd written off those actors. And right, they've, Why they've, would they not include it. them? I would have loved to, have gives been, them, to include them. But the thought, whole thing has been these actors playing, I guess, like different characters each time. This way, they get to do it a third time and play new characters again. Honestly, before Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji to me was the inhabitants of the game coming into the real world. Exactly. We didn't get that in Welcome to the Jungle. And until that post credit scene, we didn't get that in this movie either. But if that's what the third part of this Dwayne yeah. Johnson trilogy is going to be, that is perfect. And I don't think it's going to be like turn-based where it's a thing comes out one at a time. I think it's just mass chaos. Everywhere. Everything is out. The, the third movie will pick up 
exactly where this one ended. Oh, where it's just going to straight into so it. badly. Like the kids struggling, and then all of a sudden, Bravestone. Like they're the only ones who know what's going on, yeah. except for wow. the oldies. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only Danny DeVito that's there, and I guess we'll, we'll get Miles back. The you know the the horse and his wings will be flying around. The town? Miles is back. <laughs> well, you don't oh, have to get Danny Glover because he's a horse. Yes. He's a CGI freaking horse. Wow. I'm really into this. I'm just saying. I, honestly, <laughs> as the, I, re- I thought I thought I was done with this franchise. <laughs> I, 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 we, and I would admit. <laughs> but I liked this film. Don't get me wrong. But as I much as like, I liked it, I also was like, I think I'm done. If they're yeah, going to do like the same got thing again. enough mileage out of it. I thought we've had two two movies of this concept now. They need to flip wow. it on its head, and this yeah, is how they what do a it. way of doing it. And I'm pretty confident that's what's going to happen. I hope so. I'm not lying. If that's not what they do, I'm going to be so disappointed. What would so just be the kid? No, honestly, if to they... not bring him back. Moronic, moronic. Yeah, I say. you you need. You Can need that Sony cast. be that silly? Yeah, you need that cast, don't you? Did you hear though? That Jack Black has come out and said that this is his last film. He's retired from acting. He's taking a break and he's going to be focusing on Tenacious D for a while. Well, that puts a kink in uh, <laughs> you know, Mind Jumanji plan. Yeah, he could, could have two years of, you know, but then again, maybe he doesn't come out. Maybe it's a three. I want all four of them to be in it. But there's been two years between the last one, this one. Well, I reckon actually... two years again. Yeah. That seems to be. So it's sort of like three films, six years. See, Christmas 2021. I like the fact this one, the last one, opened while Star Wars was on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. So ballsy, but a different audience potentially. Yeah. I like that they incorporated Christmas elements into the, the movie. Yeah, I did too. Where is it? Again, that 95 movie at the end, you know? They're singing a Christmas song. It's there Christmas time. It's all... it's all connected. Ah, the Jumanji synergy. Shall we do a rating for Jumanji? The next level. I think we should. I'm a little unsure now because your, <laughs> your your pitch for the next movie has got me so excited. I wow, this movie I did enjoy the old folk coming in for the most part. It did start to grow, pardon the pun, a little bit old. <laughs> I was happy that they changed it up. It's a big fun movie. Again, watching with my kid, like she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The swearing went over her head. Uh, the reference to the horse having a big dick went over her head. So I was <laughs> I was glad that there were certain things that she wasn't noticing. But it is a fun family movie. It didn't quite... I didn't quite have the same experience as I had with Welcome to the Jungle. And re-watching it, I relived that same experience again. So that movie still holds up for me. It's not quite at that level. There's still a lot of fun to be had. I really enjoyed DeVito as Grandpa Eddie. I really enjoyed Aquafina. I thought she was bloody fantastic. Always good to see Karen Gillan. Uh, Kevin Hart. You know, the, the main four are fantastic in Welcome to the Jungle and in this movie. But because it's not coming in quite as high as that last movie, it's going to come in at a really strong 3.5. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think what was missing from, I guess, the experience of... You know, Welcome to the Jungle was the surprise. It was the shock that I enjoyed that movie so much when I went in with such, you know, like, disgust for it. And then the movie just changed my mind. 
I walked out and I was just like, what just happened? So that was, you know, the shock there was was missing. So a lot of this did feel samey. You know, I expected what I got. But, you know, there's a lot of fun new additions, what they did differently. So all that's fun. There is a detraction from the actual core characters, which I think are the kids, because the movie is, you know, it's The Rock and Kevin Hart. It's it's their, it's their movie, it's their show. Karen Gillan and Jack Black, of course, but it's their movie. You're right, though, it is. It's them too. It's them, and no matter who, you know, they're embodying, it's, it's their movie. But all said and done, this is a delightful movie. It is fun, funny... All of that, you know, few. I'll give a few point, like a point detraction for, you know, the things I've criticised it on, is that, you know, focus story and stuff like that. But there's still elements there that lift it, uh, lifts it up. I'm going to give it a strong, uh, happily give it a four out of oh, five. Okay. And, yeah, if, if, if they don't do what I say for that third movie, I swear to God, or fourth or fifth movie or whatever it is, I swear to God. That is the right choice. <laughs> Honestly, I'm really... 100%. <laughs> Honestly, the years that we've been doing this podcast, by far your best pitch for a sequel. Usually, I'm pretty bonkers about what that, I come up That's with. solid. But I thought it was a bit more... Obvi- I mean, I don't know. I thought it was more obvious than that. I, did, I don't give myself too much credit. It did but... not occur to me that the Avatars would come out. Yeah? I, I, did not, not? I didn't think of that at all. He can bring back Van Pelt. He can bring back this guy. I don't know what his name was. I already forgot. He was a weak point in the movie. Just Rory, you know what? They just said, we need a guy bigger than The Rock. <laughs> yeah, he is. Just give me someone oh, taller than thing. The Rock. Anyway, I've got some trivia to... Switchblade. Because yeah. he was Bravestone's weakness. No, Switchblade was the... Oh, was he not? Was oh, no. That was the other guy, wasn't it? Of that That's woman. right. He's like, lover. There's a whole... Jurgen the Brutal. Yeah. Played by Rory McCann. Oh, quickly, before we wrap up. Reese Darby. Always a delight. Oh, he was good as Nigel. Almost. Nigel Billingsley comes up, bit of exposition, then he leaves. I'd like to see how they incorporate him into the Ooh, third movie. Interesting. Ooh. He just shows up and he. What if he now has free will? You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just. He's not constrained to the. The restrictions of Give the game. Give them two years to make it, and we will be there. Get on it now. Anyway, so some trivia. Um, I couldn't find much on this movie specifically, so I just went back to the 95 movie. Oh, good. <laughs> you seem pleased. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've said this before, but according to author Chris Van Oldsberg, the word Jumanji is Zulu for many effects, which alludes to the exciting consequences of the game as mentioned in the film. The Jumanji game board was very popular throughout the years, to the point where a, um, a screen-used board, so the one that was used in the movie, in the 95 movie, was sold in 2014 for $60,000, or $60,800. Kmart, $25. Eh, not the same. <laughs> it's not screen-used. Have used. you seen they've done, the, they've done the wooden ones now that you can buy? It's still that old, like, oh, cardboard right. game. I think I've just seen the Kmart one. Yeah, but it's wooden, so it wow. like, folds out. That's cool. I'm tempted, but the actual game isn't very good. So <laughs> I'm happy with my wooden one. Um, and there was also, again, still with the 95 movie, there was a rumour that an elephant was killed during one of the Jumanji stampede scenes, which is idiotic. Because, in fact, no live animals were used in that movie. <laughs> it was all CGI. Hey, you know what? That was a that was a big thing. I remember seeing the ads for the original Jumanji like as a kid. 
I mean, I was, as a kid, it looked real, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, so I was born in '84. This came out in '95. Like, just being blown away by the visuals of rhinoceroses in the house. So the visuals, but I do remember hearing at the time that it was computer effects. So even as a kid, like that was a, a much talked about thing about yeah. the movie. So no actual animals at all were used then. No, at all. All CGI. Yeah, that's impressive. That wasn't the actual main part of the trivia, but yeah, the fact that someone there was a rumor that an elephant was killed. Oh, is, that's the part that took away from me. Yeah, I was thinking about the elephant. So somebody said, "Oh, a real elephant died," which is stupid because they didn't use any elephants. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's it for our review of Jumanji The Next Level. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's You Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All of our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Pennyworth and Rewind and Review celebrated Christmas with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Be sure to also check out our recent reviews of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and Six Underground. And also we've got our yearly annual year in review episode looking at 2019. That's our next thing coming up. I have not made a start on the prep at all but i'm excited for it probably waiting for my template to come through but that's okay i'll get onto it hint hint but yeah no, i'm excited <laughs> for that one it's always a lot of fun so yeah get excited you've been listening to jason and luke the guys from that film studio see you soon